It's Engage with an Expert Thursday! This is the part of the show where I will bring on a guest expert to discuss a topic that is directly or indirectly related to your success as an author. Today we'll be kicking off this fun new aspect of the show with Kara Walker, host of the Money and Mental Peace podcast. She is here today to talk about the importance of budgeting your money and how to get started with budgeting even if you're still in school. She'll be with us again next week to share her story about how she graduated from college debt-free with $10,000 in the bank, and how you can do the same. Debt-free college starts with learning about managing money effectively. So let's dive into the all-important topic of budgeting with Kara Walker. Greetings, fiction-loving friend! Do you find yourself up late at night reading stories like the Wingfeather Saga, creating your own fantasy world, or dreaming about dragons? Are you bursting with story ideas but are scared to share what you write? Do you wonder if you have what it takes to be a published author? Then welcome to Published Before College, the podcast with short and snazzy shows that teach creative kids how to think like an author, craft captivating stories, and take ownership of the publishing process. I'm your host, DK Drake, author of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. Once upon a time, I was a kid with a wild imagination and creative soul, but it wasn't until long after college that I learned how to use my God-given strength of storytelling to write novels and publish them through my own publishing company. Now I want to help you write and publish your novels before you even step foot on a college campus. Adventure awaits, so ignite your imagination, latch onto that dragon swooping overhead, and let the storytelling quest begin. It's time to play in our own fabulous fantasy worlds. I am here today with my new friend, Kara Walker, host of the Money and Mental Peace podcast. Kara, if you can just start by just telling us a little bit um, about you and your story and what your podcast is all about. Sure. Thank you. I like to tell people that I'm a 20-something Christian entrepreneur, amateur snowboarder, and recovering overachiever, if anybody can relate. And I have a podcast called Money and Mental Peace. I help students find God's path for college and graduate loan and debt-free. So I graduated um, debt-free with money in the bank. And sometimes it feels weird to say this, but it's it's pertinent to the to the topic. I graduated not just with like five dollars, but ten thousand dollars left in my bank account after wow. college, which just imagine for you guys, you could use to carry you over to do some authoring and writing and whatever. But um, and I like helping students like set up a budget and be goal oriented and all the things. And it's just inspiring to me. So I talk about that a lot on my podcast and also how money and mental peace really go together and how they can help boost your dreams. A budget. So why in the world should a teenager care about budgeting? Because it's fun. People probably roll in their eyes. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to tell you guys a story on how budgeting in high school is putting me on track to become a millionaire, okay? And if you were a millionaire, wouldn't you probably have time to write? I hope so. Um, But also, not that money is the all-important, all-encompassing thing. We shouldn't go to extremes. It's not the end-all, be-all. But I think some people are like, but then it's evil. I'd say no, you can use money for good, and I'd rather have money in the hands of the people of the world who would use it wholesomely. So I'm not saying that, that that should be your end goal, but I just thought it was a good attention grabber for my story. (laughs) So basically, we're going to talk long term here just to inspire you and then we'll make it more practical. So in high school, I went through Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. Some might have heard of it. Basically, 
It's how to organize your finances and your life in steps to have financial peace and not be stressed about money all the time. And maybe you're not right now, but you see your parents stressed about it or, or other people. And um, it just, it really inspired me. It inspired me to note for one thing, learning about compound interest, but just other things to just like that you can practically and in an organized way, steward money well and steward God's money well for the kingdom and also become incredibly wealthy, not just like a windfall, right? And there was a study done on Dave Ramsey's group did a very organized, peer-reviewed, researched study on 10,000 millionaires in the U.S. or something like that. It was the most, it was the largest scale. And the majority of them, I don't have all the details, they have a whole book published on it with percentages. But the majority, not just majority, but I think it was upwards of like 70, 80, 90% of millionaires were self-made. It wasn't just like they in, like inherited it. So I just was inspired by that idea. But the first step for me was getting through college, preferably debt-free. And to do that, first of all, I liked being organized and such. And it just gave me that mental peace to know where my money was is I did start with budgeting. And it wasn't just that I was like penny pinched everything. It was like if I spent money, I intentionally knew I'd spend money and I had fun with it. I also saved money to go on a mission trip. Like I did stuff. It wasn't just like hiding away, you know, the money, whatever. But budgeting allowed me to do the following. Go through college debt free. That means no loans, nothing I had to pay back. Graduate college with $10,000 left in my bank account. And from that, immediately after, I did not get a full-time job. I started a business and I lived on some of my savings for just a little bit, but I got the business going also because I was inspired because I didn't want to use my savings. And not only the month after college graduation did I start a business, but I started investing in retirement. And you might be like, that sounds so boring. Like, I'm not even thinking of retirement now and whatever. Let me just tell you about the eighth wonder of the world called compound interest. That basically, if you put a dollar in to investing, and let's say you're going to get a 10% return, this is just for an example, you don't always get 10% return <laughs> um, or 10% compounded. If you put a dollar in, uh, not just the bank, but like an investment portfolio, like you have a financial advisor help you with it. You get 10% interest on that in a year, meaning the next year you'll have a dollar ten. I mean, you can keep putting more money in it, but let's just say we only yeah. ever invest a dollar. You have a dollar ten, and that was just made from being in there. You didn't add any more money. Well, the next year you also get 10% on it, but you get 10% on the dollar ten, not just the one dollar. And I'm not going to be able to do all the math in my head right now, but it yeah. builds up to 10 years down the road, you don't have $10. 10 years down the road, you have like $100. Like it keeps compounding higher like a snowball and faster and faster. And so this can be positive or negative. This can be with debt too. So let me explain this part. My goal just a personal goal of mine is to have $10,000 invested in my retirement accounts before I'm 30. Why that number? Well, it just sounds like a good round number. But also I figured out that if I do that, I will be a millionaire by the time I'm 80 without having put any more money in. Wow. Let's clarify. <laughs> Let's clarify yeah. here. You're probably like, well, wait, I don't want to have fun until I'm 80 Well, or not have fun until I'm 80. Well, hang on here. Like this is you're probably still going to make I'm going to make more income. I'm going to invest more. I'm going to do other stuff in my life. But this is just hypothetical. If I never invest any more money in my entire life, which I'm a nerd about this, so I totally will. But if I never do that, $10,000 
will turn into a million dollars because it compounded, it grew like a snowball compounding, right? And rolling down the hill. And to clarify you, that's with a 10% interest return. And that's not always doable. But also to clarify, I am being generous here. Um, It was actually something like 1.4, 1.5 million. But I'm assuming stuff's going to happen, stock market, whatever else. I'm lowering the bar. Let's say it's a million plus. Maybe it's never quite a million. But between now and then, I will keep investing because I'm such a nerd. But if you graduate college with $10,000 in debt, now usually it's not a 10% interest. It's usually less-ish than that. I guess I don't know what it'll be when you guys are listening. But if you never pay the debt back, well, for one thing, you might end up in jail. But secondly... (laughs) That that debt will also grow to a million or it might not be that 10%. It might be 500,000 or even 100,000. But why would you want it to grow? So this works both ways. The snowball can roll down the hill and crush you or it can roll down the hill and turn into a beautiful ski jump. I don't know if I'm making this up. I'm not making it up, but I just an example. Basically, why would you want to budget? Because it's this literal stepping stone to this world of possibilities. And what do you what would you want to do with that much money freedom? Travel the world yeah. while you write? Also, by the way, millionaire is total number of your assets. So that includes anyone's house or cars or whatever. So if I have a house by then, hopefully when I'm 80, I would be yeah. more than just a one million. But I'm just trying to get the concept over. Just let yeah. that sink in and amaze you. Wouldn't you rather have positive compound interest than negative with debt? Therefore, I want you guys to be able to budget before college and be published before college so that you can learn how to go to college debt free and then be set in this life trajectory of wealth and t- as much time as you want to write. Or even, you don't even have to go, like I talk about college, but I will be the first to tell you college is not necessary to live a wholesome life. I mean, exactly. Yeah. even if, if we're talking about having enough funds and purpose, wouldn't you say writing and eventually being able to be a millionaire would be enough funds and purpose? Like I'm not saying you have to go to college, but we're going to use that hypothetical assumption here. Well, how do you get, how'd you get started with a budget and how can my listeners out there, how can they get started today sure. budgeting? So I got started because I was inspired by this whole Dave Ramsey thing. Um, And I actually just wrote it down on a piece of paper in like my budget notebook. And that was back in the day when, you know, talking about our age here. But when I first got a cell phone, it was not it wasn't a smartphone. (laughs) My first cell phone was a flip phone, but that was still pretty awesome. But I just wrote it down. And what I would do is you write your income at the top of the month or the top of the page that you're going to get that month. And then you subtract. I'm going to use so much for food, gas, my friend's birthday party, um, just fun money, giving money, whatever. And at the bottom of the page, once you subtracted all of that, you get to zero. Now, that might seem like, oh, you have to spend all your money in a month. No, no, no. That could also mean you put 20 bucks into the bank to save or in your um, piggy bank if, or whatever. It's not saying you have to spend it all per se, but it's it it all went somewhere or it was all like designated somewhere. Is it that every dollar has a job and you've got to assign a job to every yep. dollar? Yep. Because imagine if you had a bunch of characters in your story who didn't have a purpose and were just wandering around in the background and you kept talking about this random person's life and you jumped over to a side note about this other character's teacher who had a really sad life. And then this other classmate's friend 
who went to Jamaica over spring break, but it has nothing to do with your story. Like, why would you bring all of that up? The person's reading, and by the end of the story, they're wondering still what that really cool side mystery, murder mystery story had to do with her brother that never tied into the story. Like, it makes no <laughs> sense. Every character or or point or intention is going to have a job of sorts. So why not do that with your money? Also, now I use the app called Every Dollar. It's entirely free. You just put at the top of like the app where what you earn in income, and then you just assign each amount of money the job. And it's not a pressured thing. So budgeting is like a calendar for your money. If something amazing comes up, and you're like supposed to do dishes, but also your friend you haven't seen in five years is randomly in town and you go ask your parents if you can do dishes later. And they're like, yeah, you haven't seen this friend in five years. You just rearrange stuff. So if I don't know if you have a car or you're just talking about someone's birthday party or whatever, but if you don't use all your gas money in the month, then you just kind of rearrange it. Go to see a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to be strict into like, you can only stay in this exact area. It's just knowing where it all went. And with that, you might be like, well, how does just knowing where it all went make me a millionaire? Well, what I'm trying to say is it's a habit. And then also you can slowly save that money too. And I am all for giving, saving, and spending. In my opinion, you shouldn't neglect any of those. And I'm not saying it's a third of each. You know, there might be times that you're spending a lot more, saving a lot more. And usually people don't have a third of their income be giving, but you could. But I'm just saying those are those are the three aspects. Even if every single month you only save one to five dollars, it's just a habit. By the end of the year, what would you have? You know, it's just telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Such great advice. Thank you, Kara. And that, my friends, is what budgeting is all about, is telling your money where to go, what to do, and how to help you effectively live your life. If you want to learn more about budgeting or money or debt-free college, which is what Kara will be talking to us about next week, check out Kara's Money and Mental Peace podcast, or visit her website at moneyandmentalpeace.com. I'll have the links for both in the show notes. Until next time, this is author DK Drake reminding you to trust God, respect your strengths, and chase those writing dreams. If you enjoyed today's episode, the best way you can thank me is by leaving a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will it help me know what you're thinking, but it will also help others on a quest to write a novel discover the show. After you leave that review, I invite you to click on over to authordkdrake.com. There you can become a DK Drake Insider, secure your free starter library, and access all the books from the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga that are available for sale on Amazon. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight. <laughs>